Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Over the Boards podcast. My name is Matthew Duke here in studio with Jay Ashdown and Vincent Cristiano. Today we have a few weeks to make up for. There's been some firing of coaches. Oh my gosh. And um, I don't know, just some other it exciting stuff. Nuts. Just some other exciting stuff. It has been nuts. So for today's episode of the Over the Boards podcast, let's go. That was really bad. That was good. There we go. We'll, we'll, t- we'll go with that one. Oh. It's going to be the ma- ra- Making Random Noises so, podcast. Okay. Yes. It's a, the ad lib podcast where we make ad libs that belong in rap rap music. So, coaches are wiling. Oh They're wiling yes, right now. It is a sixth of the NHL's coaches now vanished into the sun. Five a coaches. Sh- little under this, a little under a sixth because... There's uh, there's 31 teams, so it's a little under a six. six he said five. I don't know. What? What? Well, so I'm, I, don't, I don't know. So, we'll, so I don't know math. I don't know why I just said a six. It's I'm like six point two five percent. I don't think that's a six. That's nowhere near a six. No, no it's not near a six at all. Just pretend I didn't say a that. A six is like a six of the It's a little under twenty and a little over like fifteen. Yeah. Is that is that right? Is it? Uh, yeah, because a fifth of what, is a hundred and then a seventh is out, out of a hundred is like twenty. Twenty. So a fifth, and then what's a what's, what's a seventh? Well, what, what, what? Yeah, what is a sixth of thirty-one? Wait, so I guess it? maybe it is. Uh, oh, I think it is. Maybe you're right. I think I did math correctly. I'm t- I'm thinking out of a hundred, a sixth. Okay, is, so yeah, six six divided by thirty-one is point one nine, and six or one divided by six is one point six 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 six. Five point one six so is not, one sixth of thirty one. So it's so not you, that it's not that, that you did math off. right. It's that you, you chose a figure. That was very close. That was that was well done. Very close. That was well so, yeah. done. So, okay. All right. So yeah. So a sixth of the league. Bang. Bang. Pop, wow. Bang. Okay. A lot, a lot of different reasons behind it. That's true. So Babcock was performance related and then after he that, he sto- stories came out about his history with people, and then yeah. you know the Mitch Marner story, and then <laughs> it just spiraled. We, it, it was just the, the, the biggest domino effect in coaching history I think I've ever seen. Bill Comes Peters out story. Bill, Bill Peters, Peters of the Calgary racist. Flames. Yes, is racist. He gone. He gone. He gone. Uh, awful comments. Yeah, from ten years ago when he was the head coach, I, I believe it was the Rockford IceHogs. Yeah, at the time, you'd yeah. think he was a Bruins. You'd think he was a Bruins fan. <laughs> so, so here's, so that, that gave me a headache. So I'm on fan side right now, and this is the mm-hmm. timeline of the, the coaching abuse allegations that have kind of gone on recently, right? So it's all started, as you could say, with Don Cherry getting fired on November 11th. Jeez, I forgot. Don Cherry got fired too. Yeah, I think Holy we did. Smokes. We did get a chance to talk about that. We did. I believe we, we got a chance to talk about him and Babcock. Yep. Yes. So Babcock gets fired on the twentieth. Uh, five days after his firing, reports come out that he asked then rookie Mitch Marner to produce a list of the most or the the hardest working players on the roster to the least hardworking players on the roster. Um, Might be and, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yes. Now they did say that that list was comprised of obviously everybody on the roster, um, 
Mitch Marner put himself last, last to be a which good is teammate. a great move by him. And one of the one of the it was weird though one of the players on the bottom of that list was Nazem Kadri, who Mike Babcock loved. Yeah. And so, but so that that I don't know if that helped or hurt or whatever. But anyway, I, I, they couldn't beat the Bruins in the playoffs. I haven't so. heard anything about that, but I'm pretty sure Marner's mentality for it was right. the players that Babcock loved the most. He put like last. He didn't want to out anybody or put anybody who was in a bad situation already. Maybe with Babcock, yeah, uh, further down the list. I think so. I think uh, Marner handled that about as well as you could handle that. There's no good way to handle it. No, but there's I mean, really not. He found the best way to to do it, which yeah. is pretty incredible. Yeah. So that happens um, on November 25th. On the same day, uh, former NHL player Akeem Aliou tweets that Babcock's head coaching protege in Calgary, Bill Peters, used racial slurs against him during his rookie season. And this was on the Rockford Ice Hogs in 2009-2010 when Aliou was a rookie. So that happened on the 25th. Yes. Aliou speaks publicly the next day about on TSN. Two teammates corroborated the story. And then and, uh, uh, Mikhail Jordan came out with a story of when he was in Carolina, uh, Bill Peters kicking him in the yep. back in the middle of the game. Yeah. He said he's he, – uh, Great coaching. Jordan in said my, in my he was the worst <laughs> coach he ever had. Yeah. That's awful. That comes out on November 26th. Also on November 26th, the Flames start an investigation. They hold Peters out of a game against the Sabres, which the Sabres ended up losing, unfortunately. How do you lose to a team without a head coach? They had a head coach. It was just their assistant know, coach. Just, was pretty much well, I mean, the, the I Flames are actually right now under Jeff Ward 6-0. Uh, and oh, so. I was just, I was Sometimes just, teams thrive in the, the face of adversity like that. So I, yeah, I sometimes ju- I was just kidding. Sometimes yeah. that helps players too. Like when you when your system has to change a little bit, like it helps players kind of realize like like you know they are in the NHL for a reason. So sometimes when if they're put in a system that doesn't quite work, maybe they can go out there and run a little bit of a different system and it it succeeds. Or maybe they're running the system better because it's being delivered better. I don't know how that works, but it's it's some it works um, very often. Um, just like the the. The Maple Leafs were three and zero. I mean, after once Sheldon Keefe became head coach, so. I mean, their first game was against uh, the Coyotes, who are one of the better teams in the National Hockey League That's, this year. Yeah. Wagon, and and they went out and beat them, and then they went out and beat the Avalanche. Um, on the twenty sixth, the NHL Players Association told players to go through official channels of reporting instead of just using Twitter, like Aliu did. Um, I keep saying his name like not right, which is bothering me, but whatever. Which which is the right way to pronounce it? I think it's Akeem Aliu, and I keep keep saying Aliu or whatever. I I not or whatever. I mean I, I I'm I'm butchering yeah, it. Don't look at me. I don't know, know how to pronounce about. names. I, I'd imagine. That was on the 26th again. Um, is the 26th was that Thanksgiving or was that two days before Thanksgiving? It's, Thanksgiving was the 28th, I believe. Yes, it was. Yeah. It okay. Was so never mind. So this is uh. So. Now that happens, they said, don't go through Twitter. Daniel Carcillo, former NHL player and current advocate for players with post-concussion syndrome and mental health issues, mm-hmm. opens his opens his direct messages on Twitter for players to talk with him directly about the abuse that may have been received across all forms of hockey. Then on the next day, November 27th, which is the day before Thanksgiving, Rod Brindamore confirmed Jordan's story that Peters physically abused Jordan, 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 and an unnamed player that in the incident that was tweeted. Patrick O'Sullivan, former NHL player, tweets that he was physically abused mm-hmm. by his first NHL coach during his time in the league. This coach in question was current Blackhawks assistant coach Mark Crawford. Yes. Um, 
Now, if you'll remember, Patrick O'Sullivan was the one who had that funny thing happen where he got hit. Uh, he got in a fight and a scuffle, and his his eye started bleeding. Yeah. And then later in the game, and a fan was heckling him when he went back to the bench. And later in the game, a puck went over the glass oh, and hit, hit that the fan. Yeah, that was the eye. I think that was Patrick. That was O'Sull- Steve Sullivan. That was Steve Sullivan. You're close, close enough. I thought it was Patrick O'Sullivan. Okay, whatever. I'm. We're just rolling through it. I close mean, we got a lot to talk about. And I'm trying to cook yeah. through this here. So that's Mark Crawford. Peters releases a statement on social media confirming LU's story that he did use racial slurs against his former players. So Coach Peters says, like, yeah, I did this. And then he resigns. Um, Jeff Ward takes over as head coach in Calgary. Like Jay mentioned, they're 6-0. 6-0. Current Seattle general manager and former Hurricanes general manager Ron Francis releases a statement about the incident involving Peters and two players in Carolina. In the statement, Francis stated he was made aware of the incidents and took immediate action to address the matter and briefed ownership. Now... This is continue where it gets kind of interesting. Former NHL player Sean Avery comes forward against Crawford with an incident during the 2006-2007 season where Crawford repeatedly kicked Avery over a too-many-men penalty. That came out, and nobody cared. <laughs> it did. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, a lot of serious stuff to talk about here. Um, it's and, not. And, I'm, I'm and, still and not with done. Sean, with, Sean yeah. a- with Sean Avery, it's like he should be taken seriously. But, like, I think so many Nobody people have looked at this situation and been like, okay, Sean Avery is talking about Mark Crawford. Yeah, we believe this. But, like, nobody's discussing it because it's like, yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's yeah. Sean Avery. I think, like, like people, everyone wants people to see kick Sean, Sean Avery. Yeah, there's a lot of people that want to kick Sean Avery. I mean, particularly <laughs> yeah, Marty exactly. Bergler wants to kick Sean Avery, you know? So, but that's... But, his, but I mean, his, it's, uh, it's not right that people don't valid. really care. It's still valid. Yes, absolutely yes. it is. I mean, you don't... Like, you know, a lot of old fat people are like, well, that's just old fashioned hockey. Like, no, it's just no. like no. old fashioned hockey is when you go out and just beat the crap you, you out of should, the other team. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't really be scared of your, no, there's a difference between having like a respect and like knowing that they have authority over and just being scared of your head coach. Yeah. So that's a so that's a bit of a problem. Uh, if we would have recorded I mean, over the last uh, in between when this came out, like right when that happened, I had like a little bit more of a, um, like a like a comment on the fact that nobody cared about that. But since it's been, so there's so much time has passed. I haven't really had the opportunity to like formulate what I wanted to say, but like, yeah. So coaches should never lay their hands on a player. Yeah. The Unless only you're thing like, that I could think that a coach like, should ever do hey. in terms of touching a player should be like, maybe like just giving them a gentle, like knock on the head. Like you idiot. Mark Crawford. But like, well, Mark Crawford gentle. didn't lay a hand on Sean Avery. He had a foot. Just kicked him a bunch of Like just, I don't understand. Why do you have to kick somebody? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Maybe it's because. Hey, have you thought about benching him? I I mean, just I, bench him. I mean, they tried, but then he went on the ice and got a too many men penalty. <laughs> 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 um, I don't. I think, like, I was. This is not the ra- This is not a rational thing that I'm about to say. So this is not the actual reason that he kicked him. But you are playing hockey and it's cold. So with your hands in your pockets, and they're sitting below you and you're elevated on the bench, maybe it's just easier. Right? No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like it's probably just easier. That's in general. not. That's not a good are, excuse. That's just like even if your hands aren't in your pocket, it's probably just easier to just go. Boom. Yeah. Bang. All right. And it's like less obvious. So like if you're trying to like hide the fact that you're kicking a dude, like yeah. your, your legs are behind all the players. So you yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, but like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that would uh, that would obviously wouldn't fly now. I mean, you. No, it wouldn't. There's so there's it's cameras so on those weird. benches 
throughout the entire course of the game. So. It's just so unbelievable all the stuff that's come out. We still got we still got more to talk about. So we do. Please go ahead. Um, the Blackhawks place Crawford on leave to conduct a thorough review of the allegations made by Avery. Physical abuse allegations against Crawford from former Blackhawks defense and Brent Sopel on a Spit and Chicklets podcast from mm-hmm. 2018 also made rounds on social media. Yes. Hall of Fame player Chris Chelios tells a Swedish newspaper that Babcock verbally assaulted Johan Franzen to the point of a nervous breakdown when the pair were playing with the Detroit Red Wings in 2012 when, Bear, when Babcock was the head coach there. The Swift Current Broncos, a junior hockey club, fired their athletic trainer and equipment manager Jamie LeBlanc over derogatory and unprofessional compliments made. I didn't see that one. That's just kind of thrown in there on December 2nd. Um, LU meets with Gary Bettman and Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly to review and discuss the Peters investigation. The NHL Coaches Association releases a statement about their commitment to making the sport of hockey a respectful working environment. Elliot Friedman reports that the NHL will be instituting a code of conduct in some form due to the incidents that have rocketed the hockey world. Um, the NHL reportedly rewrote their schedule for the upcoming Board of Governors meeting in California to discuss their next steps. Bettman, during those Board of Governors meetings previously mentioned, lays out the NHL's abuse prevention plan. The plan includes creating a hotline for players and team personnel to use to report inappropriate conduct, uh, creating a no-tolerance policy for abuse where teams will suffer severe discipline for any incidents, and creating mandatory annual training on inclusion and harassment. Akeem L.U. tweets in support of the NHL's proposals. On December 10th, the Dallas Stars fired head coach Jim Montgomery for an incident of unprofessional conduct that is reportedly not related to a coaching abuse allegation, though there is no known reason given for his firing. The general manager commented on this, saying that he's not allowed to reveal any more information out of respect for the people and situation involved. So um, there's several different speculations on that. But if it, but it, it just because it does not involve coaching abuse does not does not mean it does not involve abuse in general. But that also does not mean it does involve abuse. I mean, it could be. It could be a variety. Yeah, we're, of we're not going to speculate on what it no. is, but I yeah. mean, th- this is the information we have. Or yeah, alternatively, we could speculate wildly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so Jim Montgomery being investigated—that situation is um, still developing. And like I mentioned, there's nobody knows what happened, and uh, there's several different theories out there. But it is, it is what it is. And then. Um, a new story emerges involving LEU now on December 11th, which was Wednesday, yesterday. In 2011, during his time with the Colorado Eagles, a minor league hockey team, LEU showed up to the team's Halloween party to find one of the team's... Oh, God. Blackface? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I did not see that. Yeah. Uh, showed up to the team's Halloween party to find one of the team's equipment managers dressed as himself and wearing blackface. Yikes! That's awful. That's terrible. Yes, what? Terrible. Why? Why is it? Why would you think that's a good idea? Yikes! No, I. Yeah, I. Why is blackface still being made? I don't. I don't understand. I don't know if it's like made. Like I don't think you can go to Walmart. And I think. Be I think like, people just oh, like aisle eight. Do they just do blackface. Like black paint, shoe polish, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. God. Jesus, people. Yeah. Really. This yeah, is unbelievable stuff. This, re- this is, is incredible. Really. But it was only a matter of time that something about like this was going to come out. I just, I think, but I think there's no time like the present. And I think that like the whole thing with Babcock just kind of opened the door. And you know what's funny is now it seems like his situation with 
with oh my god, Mitch he looks like a good guy. You know, it's not so bad, right? <laughs> he just asked him <laughs> hey, to make it a could list. Be worse. This is all just. You're gonna have said, a racist he said, coach. Hey, Miss Mitch, could you please make me a list? He uses please. Maybe he said thank you afterwards. You know. See, Mike Babcock, like crafted this whole thing where once he got canned and then like this thing came out about Mitch Marner is he just started like he created all, all the head coaching forward. vacancies yeah. with the situation so, so now he'll be people don't in. think he's as bad because of all the other coaches people and also people think, are gonna be like hmm, oh Mike Babcock, Mike Babcock not a bad coach <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> not a bad guy this, this is unbelievable this but is crazy this, it was only a matter of time it's crazy like, this was gonna happen like the, the hockey the locker room culture that hockey has really kind of uh, adopted for the last like thirty years, it was th- this was going to come out at some point. Yeah, and it really has to change. But then yeah. there's guys like Pete DeBoer who get the stanky boot just because they're terrible coaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like that, the coaches get the boot all the time for yeah. that. They should have traded him. <laughs> In my professional opinion, I absolutely. That's I, we, I'm, I'm, we're not going to get into that again because we don't <laughs> have time. You should go back to the Devils. <laughs> Their Devils are hey, doing yeah, great the, right now. John Hines got fired. Yep. Yeah. He also got that. Nobody sh- remembers that. Danky no. boot. Well, I mean, it was it like just, a week ago. It's just hidden in the. I mean, like in if, the if there was nothing else going on in the hockey world, that's all people would be doing is saying like, hmm, you know, what are the Devils going to do? What's going to happen to John Hines? But I mean. Yeah, it's, there's it's, so much other stuff going on and so many other things to talk about. There's a that stat that Vinny brought up before the podcast was it five coaches got fired since the Detroit Red Wings Walmart have won, won a game. A game. Yeah. yeah, that's yes, not a great look. That was from Detroit. somebody on Twitter that, that I that was from I Mikey forgot. Grinelli. Okay, thank you, Jay, from uh, Spitting Chicklets. Thank you. I appreciate see the guy that like always argues with Sean Avery. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the the Tim <laughs> Hortons commercial about the Gretzky Tim Hortons commercial? I don't mean to jump topics. I, that's actually not the commercial I meant to ask you about. I meant to ask you about the new Amsterdam commercial. Which was which one? They've got several Paul, now. They're Paul all missed, incredible. Paul missed the net. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely a chirp they used against him. Like oh, in, yeah, in actual play. Like yeah. that was absolutely a chirp they used no, against him. No, the one that I saw was that was good was um the the commercial where he, uh, Paul Bissonnette's like on the ice and he's like what, the other guy's like hey what are you doing out here and he's like I'm here to try out and he's like only good players to try out and Bissonnette's like I'll see you on the ice the guy's like we're already on the ice I don't know that was like funny I don't know, whatever I haven't but, seen that one no okay so the commercial that I'm talking about is a Tim Hortons commercial um, where where Wayne Gretzky is talking about you don't really I mean you can tell it's Wayne Gretzky by his voice but like you might not be able to pick it up right away and uh Let's see if I can. You can tell it's Wayne Gretzky it because here. you can just hear a goat. Just okay. So <laughs> here's it is. So Tim Hortons released this commercial about, and it's Wayne Gretzky talking about like, oh, you know, Tim Horton. He was this legend, and uh, and he. It's called the the commercial is called the autograph. Let's see if I can turn on. Oh, there's no closed captions for this commercial. No. No. So it so not. it's his it's his it's his. This uh, is some great radio right here. Sorry. Tim, so Wayne Gretzky's like, you know, I he's walking through. He's like, Tim Horton's my hero, and he f- he got an autograph from Tim Horton. That's like Wayne, best wishes, Tim Horton, and it was on a napkin. And uh, then Wayne Gretzky just kind of he just played because he wanted to be like Tim Horton. And it's I'm not explaining well because like it's just like no, you got to go thinking, watch it. It's like the last time something really cool was written on a napkin. It said, "I resign as HC of the NYJ." And it's <laughs> <Bill> Belichick. <laughs> 
That would be a great. That'd be a, <laughs> that'd be a great post for Barstool to do, like yeah. the top ten best things ever written on a top napkin. The, yeah. the, exactly. the, the second best thing is an autograph from Tim Horton to Wayne to Gretzky, Gretzky, and then the best thing is, is Bill Belichick resigning. I resign as HC of NYJ. Yes, awesome. This is um, unbelievable. So, so uh, did I ever tell you the best autograph that I ever got? No. The best autograph I ever got was from Matt Duke after he named players on the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, Claude Giroux. That's one. One. Um, Brian Elliott. Two. Um, we jumped right into it, didn't we? We did. Um, <laughs> what? What? Yeah. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. They have another goalie too. Um, yeah. Wait. Oh, Carter Hart. Yeah. Three. Let's go. Three. I'm I'm good on the goalie tandems. Like the tandems yes. are just like my thing. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be really hard to name coaches now, for for these quizzes. Yeah. Um. I think. Give me a second. This is not a great look. Um. So maybe three. we didn't jump right into it. I thought we just picked the team right off the no, bat. No, you did not. Okay. Yeah, that's what I th- I said yes, and then I'm like, wait, yeah, no, you didn't. No, okay. Um, I just randomly picked the team. That I know, but like he's been studying one team, like really specifically, really specifically, so that when we ask him about it, he like kick, you know, kills it. But I was wondering, like, when he was like Claude Giroux, Brian Elliott, I was like, oh, I wonder if we just like jump right into it. It's gonna be dangerous, Jay. I'm gonna get like 12 guys from a team. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. It's gonna be the Blue Jackets. All right, so you've so you've mentioned uh, one forward, yes, and two goalies, <laughs> and you haven't got a single defenseman <laughs> or any of the other several name well named well known forwards. Oh, yeah. oh, oh no, um, Jesus! So, I mean, out of the, this, the Flyers, rough, the man. Flyers have one of the most recognizable. Like the, these guys have played on the Flyers forever. I mean, some of these guys. So, here's the thing. The Flyers oh. have this perfect mix of recognizable names, and I'm also looking at their roster and I'm like, God, I wouldn't Who? even get some of these guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like this guy, like he's from Aurora, Ontario. Yes, I like, know exactly who you're talking about. Who is that dude? About. Yeah, well, I know who he is. I just wouldn't think to name him. Yeah, uh, or or that guy who's from Minneapolis, Minnesota, oh. born on November 1st, 1991. Are you looking at the NHL? Well, Flyers I know roster? him too, but. Okay. Um. Yes. Paul Bizonet. I'm just kidding. Um, ah, that was a fine joke. It was. I'm gonna give you negative half point for that. Well, one. that was because the uh, good night, Jim Kite video. Yeah. Because him and Claude Drew. That was a joke. Okay, so bro, are you are you, are you done? Yeah, you done probably. After three? Oh, okay, so you missed James Van Riemsdyk, JVR, uh, Jakob yep. Voracek, Sean Couturier. Yeah, yep. Travis Konechny. I know all. Those I don't names. know if you would have got Hayes. Yeah, Kevin Hayes is. I mean, like, I, he's somebody that I probably would have even associated with the Rangers uh, still, but so I wouldn't blame you. Joel Farabee is kind of well known. Shane Gassespierre is one you should have gotten. Ivan Provorov. Oh, Travis Provorov is See, another one. I know all these names, but like, uh it's all right. I'll, I'm gonna knock my team out of the park. It'll be awesome. So we got three. Yeah. Uh, do you know the coach? I do. Should we give him a, he- a hint? Uh, on the coach? Yeah. He can do that. Yeah. He I'll used to it. coach the Canucks when they went to the Stanley Cup Finals. And the Rangers. And the Rangers when they went to the Stanley Cup Finals. And they lost both. That's true. Oh geez. Um. I know it too, and when you guys say it, it's like going to be really bad. Yeah. Don't tell me yet. Don't tell me yet. But like, I definitely know it. It is. He was. Wasn't he in the running for coach of the year last year? Yes, he was. Wait, he was. Wasn't he? I don't know. Maybe oh. we mentioned him. I don't, yeah, this is he, his first. He, 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 this oh. is his first year. Oh, with Philadelphia, isn't it? Yeah, his, 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 because, he's uh, been the head coach since 2019. Gotcha. But, his crappy coach got fired last year. Yeah. 
He can't think of his name right now. He was. Let's see. In the Canucks. So he was with the Canadians, and then the Canucks, and then the Rangers, and then the and the Flyers. Patrick Waugh. I'm just kidding. No. Um. He was. He was. I'll give. Okay. I'll give you another hint. He was fired in 2018. Aviators. I have no idea. A V. Aviators. I have no idea. Elaine Vigneault. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have known that. Okay, fair enough. I thought you knew who it was. I thought I did. Or you, you thought it was the old coach, I thought it was you? the old coach, though. So. <laughs> who was their old coach? It was uh, Ron, uh, what, no, uh, Dave Haxtell. Yes, that's who I thought it was. We talked about that on the podcast last year. About I love how you're, like, it was Dave Haxtell. The times that we talked about him, we were like, God, this guy sucks. And you were like, he was in the running for door for uh, yeah. Coach of the Year last yeah, year, wasn't he? But um, he was an awesome goalie, though. Okay. That's not. <laughs> Look how I'm not mad Jay's kid. I'm not going to respond. <laughs> Taylor Hall's on the trade block uh, for an awful New Jersey team. New Which is surprising. Just, just like how how awful are they, Duke? They're bad. Like I mean, they they're supposed like. Can to be you good. name players on the team? Bad. Yeah. Go ahead. Do P- it. PK Subban. <laughs> Taylor Hall. Yeah, I gave I gave one away there. I Corey. I knew. I mean, you're gonna, get, you're gonna get that. Corey yeah. Schneider. We'll give you it, even though he's technically not on the team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Kincaid. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh wait. Who did they get for Keith Kincaid? This is going to be if you can get either of the goalies. Oh. If you get the goalies, <laughs> if you can get the goalies, I'll be impressed. To be honest with you, I I would know. Yes, because uh, the they did. Because you, the only reason I would get them is because they both just played the Sabers recently in both the games that they played. Awesome. Against. So, but the this goalies shows you how are. Much I watch hockey. <laughs> um, All right. So yeah, we the get, goalies are freaking terrible. Well, one of them's freaking terrible. The other one's just really young. Well, yeah, I actually think not, he's got potential. It, but uh, what's his name? Isn't Dubois on their team? Dubois. Pierre-Luc Dubois? Maybe. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois is the best player on the Blue Jackets. All right, so no, that's yeah, not no. true. Um, who am I thinking of? <gasps> that guy's on the Devils? Wow. Who? <laughs> Matt Tennyson. Oh, Matt Tennyson's <laughs> on the uh, Devils? Yeah. No, that doesn't count. That doesn't um, count. He was on the Sabres, and he was awful. He was awesome. Dude, think about all the players that they got in the offseason that we talked about. Yeah, I know. Trying to knock those out of the park. They're, they're draft picks, dude. Wayne Simmons. Yes. Okay, there, there you go. go. Um, three. Or um, four, because we gave you Corey Schneider. Yeah. Uh, don't count him. Don't count him. Okay, don't count him. Um, yeah, we'll do current roster. Yeah, three. Um. um not Boyle? Do they? Is he in the mm, roster right now? No. It does not look like it. No. no. I knew they got him. No, right? he just signed somewhere else. Didn't he sign with Nashville? Uh, maybe. They got him last year, though, right? He, they yeah, traded they for him they last did. year, and then uh, I remember that. All right. Um, so right now we have a couple guys. We have Simmons. Oh, no, he's on the Panthers. Simmons, Subban, and Hall. Yes. Okay. Um, There's definitely more players you there's, can get. There's on, a man. lot of name guys, bro. You yeah. got this. I believe in you. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of um, unbelievable that they suck. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Like, it's I remember them getting a ton of names over like the off season, none of which oh, I can. Oh, that name guy's right from now. Buffalo. Like, he's from Buffalo, or he's, he's playing from, in Buffalo. He's from, from Buffalo. Buff- the, he's bur- his birthplace is Buffalo, New York. You're not going to get him, but he is a pretty good player. Probably won't. You've probably heard his name before. Jimmy Mazza. No, um, Ryan Schmelzer. I'm just kidding. He's in their system, though. He he is. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Holy smokes, Duke! I know buddy. this is tough. Come this on, tough. bud. Dude, three, three is my like average. Do you know? Do you, can you think of who? Four. 
Can you can you think oh of my God. Can you think oh, of their captain, assistant dude. captains? Who are their captains? It's so much harder when you yell at me. I give I lose gave you, four. I gave you the ultimate hint. There's always a fun phrase for every first yes. overall pick. Think about it. Lose four blank. He's got a brother. Holy smokes! How is he not getting this? You don't. You don't know. So, lose so, for Hughes. Jack. Oh Hughes. my God! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jack, okay, yeah. Someone, okay. He was literally the first pick last year. Jack, <laughs> Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, Nikita Gusev, Jesper Bratt, Jesper Bokvist. Kyle Palmieri. Um, yeah, Ma- Miles Travis Zajac's been there for a decade. Miles Wood is the one from Buffalo. Who's their goalie tandem? Pavel Zaka. A- Andy Wo- Green? Um, oh, is that Will, Will Butcher. Sammy Vatanen? Sammy Vatanen, yeah. Mackenzie Blackwood and Louis Domingue are their goalies. Yeah. Louis um, more, more like Luzi Deming. I mean, I mean, I don't understand how you didn't get Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes, or or Kyle Palmieri for that for that matter, or Travis Zajac. I Zajac's Zajac, been there. Yeah. For Zajac's year. been there forever. Holy smokes, man! That was oof. That was that was yikes. That so was how many? So how many did we end up? Was, how many did we three. end up getting? He got three he got again. Three. You love that number three, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> You're gonna come out to an average of three. Are we doing just two today? No, we can do three. Okay. I want John Hines is our head coach. No, nope. he's not. He I got know. fired. It's Nazareddin. I did know that one. All right. And he's just as bad <laughs> as John Hines. Well, All he's right. their interim. They're just like, you know what? We're going to fire fire John Hines, make this guy our interim. Usually teams start winning after they fire their coach. Nope. Uh, nope. 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 They, they, they got worse. They still haven't won. That's true. So right now we're looking at. The Bruins, we got a whole bunch. The Coyotes, we had five. Hurricanes, five. Minnesota, two. Montreal, three. Philly, three. Devils, three. Okay. So that's so let's I, so I, let's go through a couple more topics and then we'll jump to a different team. I got right. a team ready for him. You got a team. I got a team ready for him. We're talking not, not right now. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess the team, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna. I have an idea that that um that I, that I'm never mind. I'm here. I'm just gonna look around and see. What you're That's gonna be that's gonna be good. I thought you were gonna do, um, not them, but that's a okay. That'll be interesting. Okay. 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 So, um, something that's not on the list that yeah. I heard about. Yep. That I would like to bring up. Did you guys hear what the Bruins fans did? did you, no. Did. Yes. So yes, they were they the best. They're they the, the best, best team in the league. City in the. Well, no. The, they, they're not. They, were, they were the best team in the league. That's Whatever. A, you know, capitals. But so, um, no. they lost a game in overtime. And all of the fans in the stadium threw garbage onto the ice. Yeah, that's not great. They're literally like they have either number one or number two best. Re- At the time, they had either the number one or the number two best record in the league. And their fans did this because they lost a game in overtime. Boston fans suck. Yeah, they really do. And you, oh, did you see that the whole thing with the Patriots is just mind-boggling to me. Which. The thing, the Patriots, the whole thing about them watching the bank, the videotape of the Bengals. I think it's hysterical. Like then, then everybody gets like so, like they get accused of this, and then so they got you know the, the calls did not go their way in the Kansas towards the end of the Kansas City game. No, it did not. Um, but like you, this happens, and now Boston fans are all up in arms. Like this one instance shows that that we don't have any history of. Like no, like this is this is evening it out in history because clearly you look at, I mean you could look at the the Steelers touchdown, um, 
Jesse James being called down at the one yard line instead of getting in the end zone when he clearly did. I mean, you could yeah. look at, I mean, it's, the plays in the in the Super Bowl. You just like, the I mean, Blake Gate. It's just like there's okay, so the many Blake things. Was the dumbest thing in history of football. Yes, it was. So it's <laughs> like, yeah, you know what? The pressure of the footballs is why they won by 38. <laughs> yeah, that, that game didn't hit me. <laughs> that was the, like, the game in which they rushed for over like 300 yards. That, yeah, that was the, all because the, of the deflated the football. The whole point, I didn't want to get on that football too much, but the whole point that I wanted to make was just like, yeah, Boston fans are really, really annoying, yeah. and they bother me. Yeah. They win, they're probably the most, like, I don't know, if, like, they are, they have one of the winningest sports cities in history. I think they do. They I think it's it like, is, yeah. It's like yeah. number one. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, New York I, would be the only other one, and it's only because of the Yankees, I think. It literally only because yeah. of the Yankees. Because yeah. the Yankees have 27, but, like, the Celtics had 10. The Bruins have an ungodly amount of Stanley Cup. I don't even know the figure. No, I don't think but they the, have an ungodly amount. Really but I think they have, like, at least three. At least three? No, they have more than that. Yeah. I thought well, it was that's like what I said. At least three. Am I wrong? five or ten, I would say. That's, that, that, that's stupid. But the Celtics have more than ten. They had just that ten in a row with the Bill Russell years. That's what I thought. They have six. Okay. So they have six Still good plus amount. ten in a Their row. Their record in the Stanley Cup Finals is actually, like, really terrible, though. That's amazing to me. Then the Patriots have six, which is ridiculous. Well, do they have more than six? No, they have. They have no because Brady won them their first. Their that's first right. That's Super right. Bowl. Yeah. So they have and six. he has six wins on nine appearances. And then, the Red Sox have a whole few. bunch. Yeah. 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 I mean, they have. Yeah. Out of all the major sports, they have. Yeah. Um. I mean, the only and the advantage is that like they don't even have the advantage of like being like New York, where they have. New York City has two baseball teams and two basketball teams and two hockey teams, and they still don't have the championships that Boston does. Yeah, it's kind of. Uh, guess what Boston's record in Stanley Cup Finals is? Six and 14. Can you give me a total number of, like, appearances? I did not. Six and 14 is your guess? Yeah. They're six and 14. <laughs> well, that's pretty filthy. I'm on a most and least winning a sports website, and I haven't gotten to the bottom yet. But Buffalo was like the least, I think, is what I was looking at. So that's why I joined it. Buffalo. Well, on, here's on the four. thing, though. Some things that factor into it is depending, like Vinny said, like how many sports teams you have. Yeah. Like uh, the like, reason like that Buffalo doesn't have a basketball team anymore, so they don't. Yep. It's, it's and just, and Pittsburgh's probably high up there, but like they only have three teams there. They does, don't have a basketball team. Despite only having two professional sports franchises in its city, Buffalo has managed to somehow find a way to be our biggest losers. <laughs> Not only has the city never seen a championship, but has found a way to lose in a heartbreaking fashion each and every time. It's very true. I feel so loved. This ability cannot be undermined, and thus we have the city of Buffalo coming in as our least winningest city. And then Boston's number one. Boston just needs to lose. Like, they need to ha- know what it's like to lose. Yeah, yeah they, they do. do. They lost in the Stanley Cup Finals in Game 7. No, that's not, that's what, I not mean. what I mean. They they were in the Stanley Cup Finals, Jay. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> they need to know what it's like to just suck. Like, yeah, we're, we're both where all of their teams are bad at the same time. They're so conceited, Claire. And you wonder why people in Buffalo are so miserable. People in Boston are miserable too, though. They're miserable because they don't know what it's like to lose. They don't. They're not humble. That's true. People in Buffalo are fun. I, I need, we're gonna move on. Um, <laughs> That's true. Uh, so I also conceited. want to add in that Johan Franzen did say that quote Mike Babcock is a terrible person. He did. Yeah. I forgot to add that in earlier. 
I did want to add that. We already talked about John Hines getting fired. Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl are really good at hockey. They're very good. Do you hear what uh, Nathan McKinnon said about his contract? Yes, that makes me so happy. I love it. What do you say? I love Nathan McKinnon. He said that he's already on a team-friendly deal, and he said, I'll do it again. I'll sign for less next time as well because I want to win with this group of guys. Good luck with that, buddy. Good luck with, what do you mean good luck with that? <laughs> That's a great plan. Now, the trick is, though, like, sure. if you – you got to get people around you to, like, to, to like – And that's how the Bruins have done it. Well, right, but, like, you got to – people, other people on the avalanche have to be like, that's a great idea. I'm going to do the same thing. I think they're going and to. And then they're free agents, you know, like Landis Cog and Here's Rannan. the thing. Rannan did not it's do not that. It's not so but. much trying to get others to buy in. Uh, it, it ruins the um, market for – player and their agents when they're trying to re-sign with the Avalanche. So if you look, if, if Nathan McKinnon decides, you know what, I'm going to take a little bit more money than on my last contract, obviously, because I'm worth may, way more than uh, $6 million. Right. If he decides, you know what, I'm going to sign for $8 million rather than, you know, 10 11 12 Right. Uh, Miko Rantanen's a great player. Gabe Landeskog, they're, they're great players. Kale McCarr, but none of them are going to sign for more than Nathan McKinnon. So if they want to stay on that team, it's kind of like how the Bruins have, have formed it, where nobody's going to take that much more than Bergeron because nobody's that much more important than Bergeron because he signed a really team-friendly deal. Right. Yeah, so McKinnon signed um, in summer 2016. He was uh, he signed with he was a restricted free agent, so he didn't have quite the market power that a unrestricted free agent does. Well, right, but, yeah. But he signed for $44.1 million spread over seven years. Um and he said, and so his quote is, I was just excited to get paid that much money at such a young age. Uh, Avi, it's pretty team-friendly now, but I was worth that at the time. I have no regrets. And um, he said, so uh, bridge deals are happening a whole bunch. Let's see if I can find the. Uh, I think you want to get paid what you're worth, he said. I'd probably do the same thing. If a team isn't paying you what you think you're worth, holding out is something players are entitled to do. I think it's going to continue that way. He was uh, silver lining. He, thanks for the team for any deal. The Avalanche were well within their means to sign 30-goal scorer Miko, R- Miko Rantanen in the final RFA holdout this fall, who signed for six years at 925 average. Colorado still has over $5 million in cap space, which will help quite a bit next year when RFAs such as Andre Burakovsky and Z- Nikita Zadorov are different contracts. He, So McKinnon said, this is the big one, we have guys that we wouldn't otherwise be able to bring in. On my next deal, I'll take less again because I want to win with this group. No regrets for Nathan McKinnon. I love that move by him. I wish more people would do that. Um. I saw something on Twitter the other day that was like the most paid athletes in history. Yeah, I was looking at something similar. Was it, it was it the thing that like the, the bars all move and no? Oh, you didn't see that. I was looking at something related but different. I was looking at um, like sports contracts that were like big back in the day and then big mm-hmm. now. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Will Chamberlain's biggest contract was two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, he was pretty good at basketball. He was. Continue your thought, and then we could talk about what I'm talking about, Vinny. No, that's I just um. But I just mean like it's it's funny to see like how the people who make the most money in sports just make so much money. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it, is, it is kind of ridiculous. And I mean, that amount of money. I mean, I don't know what the justification is or what the not the justification is. Like, I don't really know the the 
with what, what the idea would be behind you know playing it paying them more or less the salary cap continues to rise i mean i don't know how that works but I don't know. Athletes athletes are paid a lot of money, so I think it's a great idea to take a pay cut, and then your team can win. I mean, like, just like I said that when the UB basketball coach left to go to Alabama. I mean, yeah, he's making a lot more money, but like, you know, maybe with some of that money, you can buy into the system and get. I don't know. That's just not how it works today, though. Um. But yeah. So, the most team friendly deal in sports history, in my opinion, was Magic Johnson's uh, contract in 1981. Bless you. Where he signed a twenty-five year, twenty-five million dollar contract, so he made a million dollars average annual value. <laughs> That's awesome. This is what I'm talking about. Yes, yeah, I have seen that these, before. These yeah. are awesome. A Vander Holyfield was number one for a while. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you look at it, so it starts out in the year 1990, right? So it's Mike Tyson, Buster Douglas, and Sugar Ray Leonard. They're all boxers. The next two most are Art and Senna and Elaine Prost. Prost. Uh, it's Alan Prost, Prost. I don't know. I should know that. He races Formula One. Well, he used to race Formula One. Arten Senna made a little more than him, and then in a very sad fashion, Arten Senna drops off this list because he dies in a car accident in during a race. So that's really unfortunate. Jack Nicholas, Greg Norman, Arnold Palmer, Vandal Holyfield, and Michael Jordan are the next. Dude, literally not one single big four sport was on there. No, <laughs> or it's Michael not. Jordan was. Michael Jordan was. But that's it. But that's it. And he had his own shoe Now he's... Now he passed Evander Holyfield in the year 1992 to become the highest-paid athlete ever. Joe Montana is the only one other on there from a uh, you big know big-four sport. Um, Shaquille O'Neal gets on there. Cecile Fielder gets on there. Um, Shaquille O'Neal and Michael Jordan are the most high plays. Wayne Gretzky does get on there from hockey. Um, as people know who Wayne Gretzky is. Mike Tyson mm-hmm. goes back up. Deion Sanders is now up there. Um, Wayne Gretzky drops off. Emmett Smith. Is on there for a little while. Michael Jordan continues to be the highest. Grant Hill on there. Patrick Ewing. Dale Earnhardt actually is on there, which I didn't see earlier. That's good for him. Tiger Woods. Um, Michael Schumacher now. Woo, racing. Kevin, Kevin Garnett. Kobe Bryant. Grant Hill back on there. Alex Rodriguez. Peyton Manning. This is, this is 2004, 2005. Michael Vick, and uh, we just continue. Tom Brady gets up there for a little bit, and then just kind of is. Uh, David Beckham's the first soccer player to get on there. That's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for the soccer player. I think my favorite contract ever was Bobby Benilla. Bobby Benilla, <laughs> where the Mets have to pay him one point two million dollars every July first until twenty thirty six. That's awesome. That man is a genius. Like they bought him out in 2000, and he had a five million dollar contract. And they said, "We'll give you 1.2 million dollars every year for 25 years, starting in 2011." And so he's collecting his bag, and he's just sitting on his couch doing That's whatever. Awesome. But yeah. All um, right. So um, in terms of hockey, so we're gonna do we're gonna do that that team, Jay. Give me one second, because I'll I'll do a nice little transition into it. Let me just uh, study real quick. Um, real quick. You do you do your studying. Well, should we? I, I have do a, a feeling, fancy update first. You want to do a fancy update first? Yes. Okay, I was gonna do a, a stats update first. But we can do that. I'll do fantasy. Who's in first? You are barely. I, I feel like you guys have been catching up lately. Oh, we absolutely have. Wait, how close am I? Because I I started catching Vinny and then Vinny started pulling away. So so here we are. So I'm within four points of Jay right now. So Jay is leading with okay. sixteen hundred. So it's one thousand six hundred forty point two five points is what it is. 
I have 1,636.5 points. Oh, you guys only so, beat me by like 80. Okay, yeah, like you're catching up. I am catching. I'm, He's not catching up. No. Don't say we're catching up. Well, no, we were. you're catching up. We, we were catching up. Together, we were. Duke was down by like 150 at one point. I was, I was really bad. And he came back, and I was down by like 80. Still and I was I was down by 40, and then I was down by 20, and Duke got into the hundreds. Have you guys made any like roster moves? Oh, I've made seven. Uh, I Jay th- has made four. I've made seven, and you've made four. And then for I've our four? our random team has made three. I've yeah. made four. Yeah, I've made four. Yeah, you've made four moves, bro. Probably would help if I like updated my lineup and took out all the injured players, but I that yeah, that does indeed help. I, I that's one thing that, that I've had tr- been trying to monitor. Um, so one of the things that so one of the things that stands out uh, here, so Jay leads the league in um, in goals and assists. He has four hundred and ten goals, and the next highest is me with three hundred seventy. Um, Duke has three hundred and eight. He has three hundred fifty assists. I have three hundred nine, and Duke has three hundred eight. Hey, you have the same amount of goals and assists. Yeah, That's pretty it's, neat. it's called out. Um, it's called it's called uh, what's really, consistency. What's really helping me is I have ten shorthanded goals, and uh, Jay has two, and Duke has four. I have twelve hat tricks on my team, and each of them have six. So that's really helping me. Yeah, you're still in second though. I am still in second. <laughs> See, I'm not leading second. in any category. <laughs> no, you're not. And that's why I'm in. Third. But you're not in last in any. Category. You have the most. You that's have the true. most goalie There's saves. There's a meme though. team behind you. Yeah, because my tandem is sick. Yeah. Who's your tandem? Uh, Tuka Rask and um, Can you say that again? Ben Bishop. You do have the least amount of shutouts, Tuka Rask. Tuka Rask. You have the least amount of shutouts, though. I had Robin Leonard, and I dropped Robin Leonard. Why? Because I picked up Tuka Rask. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, so Ben Bishop and Tuka Rask are my goalies. I don't have any shutouts, which is shocking. Yeah, you have you have three shutouts, and Jay and I each have nine. Yeah. And I have Bennington and Flurry. A good tandem. Okay, so but if I had to put a team together, I chose my tandem the best. Against the, most. the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, Jordan Bennington. This is, I think this happened like within the past week. Uh, for the first time in Jordan Bennington's career, he got pulled in a game. Really? Wow. Yeah, his first time. <laughs> what yeah. a run! Well, that's a long yeah, time to a, go without getting pulled in a game. Yeah, it is. What a, he's he's been one of the best stories of 2019 for hockey. Remember when yeah, they tried Jordan to like come I mean, at him on is, Twitter? This is yeah. him. And then that kind this of is him earning a spot on the top ten goalies of the league list. That's what he's doing. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's what he's doing. But uh, at the same time, the one guy that got snubbed that I mentioned is also Freddie having Anderson. a great season. He is. That's true. Uh, continually. Yeah. So who's that? Freddie, Freddie Anderson. Anderson. Freddie Anderson. All right, we're gonna go over points leaderboard, and then we're gonna grill Duke one more time. Point leader, Connor McDavid. He. Uh, continues to be one of the best players in the league, if not the best. Leon Dreisaitl has one less point than him. They're both at the, uh, McDavid 55, Dreisaitl 54. McKinnon is in third with a great contract. He's got 48 points. Uh, Brad Marchant has 47. Dave Pasternak has 46. Uh, John Carlson, Jack Eichel, Artemi Panarin, Jonathan Huberto, and Patrick Kane round out the top 10. Uh, tied at 10 is also Barkov. That's uh, a good point. Thank so. Real quick, um, I had a take that I had yesterday. I'm going to bring it up now. Go for it. I didn't share with you guys. Um, Not really a take, but John Carlson, it's incredible because he's always been a very good defenseman, 
and he was one of the better players in 2018 when they won a Stanley Cup. Yeah. Um, and then he got paid handsomely as a result, and he deserved every penny of it. But at the time, it looked like, wow, you're paying a lot of money for this guy for, for a long time. And as soon as he got that contract, he then exploded from being a really good defenseman to being now, in my opinion, the best defenseman in the NHL. That's fair. I would absolutely make that argument. I mean, he's shown it this year. I mean, he's, yeah. he's still continuing. Yeah, yeah I thought on, he showed it last year, too. He's not on the pace that he was at the beginning of the year points-wise. Right. But he still is doing fantastic. I mean, like I mentioned, he's fourth in the league in points. Um, just as something to keep an eye on, because um, I know this the, the MVP race is heating up, Patrice Bergeron sits uh, tied for 50th in the league in points. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many goals does Ovechkin have? I, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm getting, right. I'm getting there. I'm gonna get there in a second. I just wanted to go. Um, I'll, I'll look it up and do the math. Uh, you do the math. I'm, I'll just read it off. That's the next thing. Pasternak still leads with. He's halfway to 42. He's so at 21. Ovechkin now. has 21. Yeah. And how many games has he played? Uh, <laughs> 33. 41. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 33. So, 33 games. So there's, it's it's an eight game difference. Like that's kind of a lot, but like it's also like possible. It's very oh, possible. Well, yeah, it's possible. It could happen. It's going to happen yeah. either way. I'm letting you know right now, Jay. It's going to happen either way. Yeah, so Pasternak has the most goals in the league with 26. Ovechkin has the next most with 21. Jack Eichel, Roll Buffalo, has 20. Connor McDavid. And Eichel considers himself more of a passer than a goal scorer, which he does. He is. Put he has two, 24 assists. Put in two the other night, and he had four that one game. That was terrible defense by the Blues, yeah. by the way. That was unreal. Did you see that play, Jay, where Eichel walked out from behind the net and just oh, yeah. walked into the slot yep. scored? I was sitting with my dad, and he was like, that's what Jack Eichel needs to do every game. And I was like, you mean help the team against does not play defense against him let him walk out in the slot? If any team if, if, if any team was playing the Sabres and the Sabres did that to any player, he would be screaming at, at the TV. Mm-hmm. But since it happened to Eichel, he was just like, see, that's, that's how it needs to work. Like You can't just like tell the team not to play defense against you. Um, it did not hurt. It did not help though that Alex Petrangelo was hurt on that play. Uh, Drysaitel and McDavid each have 19 goals. So does McKinnon. Matthews, Marchand, Sebastian Ajo, and Jake Gensel round out the top 10 in goals. Um, assists is whatever. I'll get there eventually. Um, Jack Eichel's on a tear the last 10 days in points. Tristan Jari has the best save percentage in the league right now. Um, Roll back of goalies. <laughs> he has he has nine thirty is a nine thirty eight save percentage and seven and seven wins. He's got twelve games played. Darcy Kemper is second. Ben Bishop is third. Hellybuck is fourth, and Thomas Grice is fifth. Leonard Rask, Pavel Frankus for Colorado is eighth. Halak and Varlamov. The three All goalies right. that I had this Varlamov year. Varlamov is tied with Alexander Gorgiev from the Rangers. Georgiev. Yeah, I'm going to say Georgiev. It's Georgiev. It's Georgiev. <clears throat> Georgiev. Okay. It's also Francois for which, which – Francois? Sho- yeah, that shocked me. That I said that, that wrong? Doesn't, that does not look like Francois, right? No, it does not no, look like Francois. It looks like Francois. Yeah, it does but, look like Francois. I thought you meant it shocked you that I pronounced it wrong. I was like, that should not be a surprise no, to you at all. No, that's not a surprise at um, I heard it was The Francois Oilers have the best point. power play. The Starks have the best penalty kill. The Avalanche – I have the highest goals per game, and the Dallas Stars have the lowest goals against per game. Um, Eric Stahl about to play 1,000 games. And the highest shootout percentage team is Calgary, and the Islanders have a 
um, they are 100% on saves in the shootouts. Robin Leonard continues to be terrible at those. Um, so in terms of standings, just to do this real quick, uh, Wa- Washington leads um, the league itself right now. They are the best team in hockey. They have 51 points. Boston and, Co- and Colorado are second and third. Boston's got 46 points. Colorado has 43. The Islanders and St. Louis are next, tied at 42. Three teams have 40. That's Winnipeg, Edmonton, and Arizona. Wagon. Carolina, Philadelphia, and Dallas have 39. Pittsburgh, Calgary, uh, 38. Vegas, 37. Buffalo, Montreal, 36. Florida, 35. Vancouver, 34. 34. Also, for Toronto. Tampa Bay has 33, so does Nashville. The Rangers and Minnesota also have 33 points. San Jose having a disappointing year at 32. Anaheim has 30, so does the Chicago Blackhawks. Columbus and Ottawa tied at 28 points. Los Angeles has 26. New Jersey has 23. And the 7, 22, and 3 Detroit Red Wings have 17 points. They are bad. Yeah, they are. Out of the top... Uh, it's amazing when you look at the the last five teams in the standings right here: Detroit, New Jersey, Los Angeles, Ottawa, and Columbus. You're just kind of like, hmm. What? Because like it's, I mean, like Detroit. I expected it's to not bad. be very good. Yeah, New Jersey. I expected to be better. Ottawa has actually been like a very weird team. They like, Ottawa has been they, odd. They, they've like they've beaten some really good teams. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, L.A. is expected, and Columbus, after their great season last year, sweeping um, the Lightning. Then they lo- lost like all their players, and now they're um, speaking but of losing. Okay, because they're going to get Alexis Lafreniere. So. Yes, they are. Um, speaking of losing all their players, Duke, do you want to try and guess the yeah. Columbus Blue Jacket roster? Yes. Oh. Is this the one you've been studying? No, it's not. No, so that's that stinks. Oh, this is going to be brutal for you. Yeah, it's going to be tough then here, buddy. <laughs> Roberto Luongo. Excuse me? <laughs> just kidding. I know that. Um, They're cold. There's, there's another one where the goal is just like, okay, like if you get him, I'll give you a bonus point maybe. Um, Try. There is one that you should definitely get. On Columbus? On Columbus. Oh, uh, Dubois. Yes. Okay, there you go. Uh, Nudavara. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> he only got new to because of the jersey. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> um, All right. I just love it. Name the Blue Jackets roster. Pierre-Luc Dubois. Marcus Nunavara. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got two. All right. Um, keep going. Columbus. Give me a second. Yes. Keep, keep saying the name. Columbus. Just give me a second. It'll, it's it's, it's, it's going to come to you. When you say Columbus, it just... Columbus. The whole There's, roster just appears in your head. I'm trying yeah. to think of me playing NHL and Doc Emmerich going, Columbus or the Blue Jackets. <laughs> and then There's definitely one person that you should get here. At least one, maybe two. There is one player who is from Three. the city of Buffalo. Four. Justin Bailey. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this guy's way better than Justin Bailey. Is he actually? Yes, he's much better. He's their captain, as a matter of fact. Oh, his dad played for the Sabres. He did, and his brother played for the Felino. Sabres. Yes. Yeah, there we yeah. go. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, uh, you yeah, gotta like, get that. Like, one. Come on, you had to get that one. I knew that one. Um, uh, one of the defensemen is a pretty na- a name name guy. Yeah, he used to play He's on got Nashville. One of the simplest names ever. Yep, Smith. No, no. the other one, Jones. There you go. Yes. What's his oh, first name? Seth Jones. Oh, Seth Jones. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, knew, right. I knew that. I did not. All right, so we're at four. So we beat your record of three. Wow, well, it's not your record. For, former New York Ranger. 
agitated. Oh wait, no, no, no! Don't even just stop right there. I know it. It's um, um, McDonough. No. Nope. Yeah. Sure. Rick, yeah. Rick Nash. No. No. Well, there there is a Nash on the Blue Jackets right now. Wait, both of those guys used to play for the Blue Jackets, though, right? Well, Rick Nash did. Rick Nash did. Yeah. Ryan McDonough never played. For no. Them. I thought he did. He's on the Lightning. Oh, Lightning. No, that's, right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. The Rangers are the Lightning's farm team. That's what. Yes. What about some of the Jackets are the Rangers farm team? But aside <laughs> from aside <laughs> from Felino, who you already guessed, who's probably the most name recognizable player on Columbus? You got it. He's a. You gotta you gotta know who this guy is. Just th- when you think Columbus Blue Jackets, who, bang, play NHL. He There's scores all their goals. Really not a, no. not a lot of name recognizable players. There's mi- it see, is a team filled with a bunch of underrated players. There's two guys that went there last year, and I know one of them left, but I'm not sure if the other one left. And at the risk of sounding just like say, an idiot, I'm gonna say guess it. him. Ryan Zingle. He's on the Hurricanes. I knew that. Um, there is a guy who joined the Blue Jackets free agency. He's a pretty good player. Played for the Red Wings. Has a horse named after him that won the Triple Crown. Clydesdale. Secretariat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's David Secretariat. I don't know if he actually won the Triple Crown. I'm pretty sure. He came close. Who? He was really good. The horse that I'm thinking of. They make a movie about it? Oh. No. No, they did not. All right. So he perhaps... He didn't. I don't know. I'll give, you another, really I'll give you another 30 seconds to think about it. I have no idea. Just I give up. Uh, it okay. was Gustav Nyquist. Remember the horse Nyquist? Yeah. I don't think I he won the horse Nyquist. I don't think, I don't think he won really the trip. Good. He did not. I don't think he even won the Kentucky Derby, did he? Look, he, he won at least one of them. You look up, Jay. The, you, look, you look up uh, Gustav now, Nyquist, now, the horse. You know, horse racing is my thing. You want me to guess triple crown winners? <laughs> All right. Here we go. <laughs> Some of the quote-unquote name brand guys from Columbus. Josh Anderson. Winner of the 2016 Kentucky Derby. Oh, sweet. Josh Anderson. Huh. Cam Atkinson. Did not win the Kentucky Derby. He did not win the Kentucky no, Derby. No, he did not. Did he? Didn't he? So you, you're wrong. So you lied. No, uh, no, I was saying that Josh Anderson did not win the Kentucky Oh, I thought you meant – okay, I'm confused. All right, Josh Anderson, Cam Atkinson, Oliver Bjorkstrand. Wouldn't have gotten that one. Brandon Dubinsky. Riley uh, Nash. Boone Jenner. Sonny Milano. Um, Alexander Wenberg. Wenberg is a big one. I, I complain about him all the time. I should have had Wenberg. should remember that. Um, uh, I mean, I guess. Da- David Savard, I guess. Zach Wrensky. Zach Wrensky is a big is, one. Is a big one. The goalies are Eunice Corpusolo. It's Eunice Corpusolo. Oh, wow, that was – oof. I know. I did, Yikes. I did that on purpose. <laughs> Jonas Corpisolo is their first goalie, and then Elvis Merzlankins is their second goalie. Great pronunciations on both of them. It's just Merzlankins? <laughs> what is it? What? Jonas, kn- Jonas Corpisolo and Elvis Merzlankins. It's Corpisolo and it's Merzlankins. I knew Corpisolo. Then why didn't you say him? <laughs> I Corpisolo. I love doing this. How many did you get? Five, four, 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 four. Four. He we gave him we gave him Seth Jones, Nudavara. Um, what do you mean you gave me Seth Jones? Well, I we got said you. it's well, a simple we name. Said it's a simple you name, said Smith, you said and we Jones, said the other one. And then one. I said Seth. Um, and then you did get du- Pierre Luc Dubois and uh, Nick Foligno. So mainly because he was brought up earlier during the podcast. Yes. No, it's because I guessed him on a different one. So four. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You guessed him on the Devils. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Jesus. Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> That's the one team we're not doing. Yeah, we're not doing this. All right, Sabres. Jay, name all the Triple Crown winners of the Kentucky Derby, Preakness Stakes, and um, what's the third one? Triple Crown. Belmont Stakes. Go. Secretariat. And? 
and um, oh, there's one that you should be getting. <laughs> I mean, there was one like last year. Last year was yeah, a triple year. crown winner. Because I'm not a big horse racing guy, yeah. but his uh, name was Justify. That American Pharaoh one in 2015. Yeah, that was yeah, that's one. right. There was America, because American Pharaoh was the first one with the second. Which was the one? What what was the one that happened like last year? That was like the disqualification. Oh, that wasn't. Oh, no, I'll have another. Had the one, I love the names of horses. I'll have an, <laughs> some of them are so funny. I'll have another one, funny. two of the races, and then got hurt. I know that that was 2016. I think that's unfortunate. Um, that's incredible. I didn't even think about that. Someone named a horse. I'll have another. So that way, if they won, they would say, "I'll have, have another, another one." Yeah, that's the most incredible thing I've ever heard in my life. You know what the horse? So have you? Do you know a story of Secretariat? So like Secretariat wasn't supposed to be like a great race horse. Yeah, I've seen the no. movie. Yeah, and so um. They, there was I two, saw half the movie, then I fell asleep. There was two horses that they could have bought, and one was Secretariat, and the other one was this other horse that was supposed yes. to be some champion race horse. Right. And this other people bought it, and then Secretariat turned out to be, like, amazing. So they ended up naming the other horse, like, Missed Opportunity or something like that. <laughs> Didn't Missed Opportunity, like, win races, though? I mean, it, it was still, like, a good race good horse. Race but horse, it wasn't yeah. but it wasn't Triple Crown yeah, winner. Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, there's Seattle Slough, Admiral. R.A. <laughs> Citation. Cite, what a name. <laughs> Citation. Citation. And then Affirmed. There wasn't a Triple Crown winner for 27 years between Affirmed and American Pharaoh. That's impressive. It's crazy. All right. We've been uh, going on for a pretty long time. Yeah. So we can probably wrap it up. Okay. Because we can. What time is it? One uh, thirty. Oh, yeah. That's not so, well, that's not so bad, I guess. No. We've been doing this for about an hour. Right? Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. So, Let's go. for today's episode of, oh, wow, I just skipped a whole bunch of stuff. Well, yeah. so this is it for our podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at RealGriffCast, for news updates on this podcast, as well as the rest of our lineups. We'll be back next semester. We will be back next semester. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas. Although it feels like we haven't Happy recorded holidays. a podcast in a semester. That's true. We haven't. Honestly, I, there might be less time difference between this podcast and our next one than the last podcast in this one. There, there actually might <laughs> It's going to be close. It's going to be cutting it close, folks. It is going to be cutting it close. All right. But for today's episode of the Over the Boards podcast, my name is Matthew Duke, signing off with Jay Ashdown and Vinny Cristiano. Good night, Imkite. You guys are ridiculous. (laughs) 